Today, we strip away the old, build up the new, and baptize you in the fire. from me is Tim Glockner. Morning. And I am proud to introduce the one, the only, Sadie Patchen, a.k.a. Stinky Potatoes. Sadie Sue. A.k.a. Crow magnon a.k.a. Myrtle Maccabee. <laughs> As you guys can tell, I've been doing my notes because I had to write down all those nicknames. Who has that to, many nicknames? come out of the gate. So Sadie, I'll tell you a funny story about Sadie. I was in a, there I was in a coffee shop and I just see this ball of curly hair pouring espressos and lattes like nobody's business. Living the dream. Living the dream. <clears throat> so Sadie had been going to the gym for a while. Um, and so I, I pop into coffee at the lofts, lofts and she's there, uh, getting after it and I just happened to overhear her co-worker was like hey uh what did you used to do before you started slinging lattes and she was like well funny you should ask I used to work for a nonprofit." so all I heard was nonprofit, and uh being that I all the work I do with team SAR I wasn't doing a lot of work with Team SAR because uh, that needed to be a full-time position. So I think that day I was like, hey, uh, about this coffee <laughs> coffee so job you keep got. Keep in mind, this is day three at Coffee at the Lofts. <laughs> like, I'm in training, and he goes, you, you work for nonprofits? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you want to do that now? And I was like, now like i'm i'm taking your money and i was like yeah so i walked up to terry and i'm like uh hey terry <laughs> and i quit usually i was like i quit <laughs> and he's like you're in training and i was like i know see ya this is what i want to do so i offered her zero to little pay solar a dream no benefits <laughs> um but so she started working for Team Star. When was that? Like a year ago? A year More ago year in ago? April. This past April. So I've got, fortunately, you've gotten to know Sadie very well. Uh, she started working with Team Star. And um, the nonprofit she was working for, everybody at home, get ready. Because this is probably one of the most badass nonprofits you've ever heard of. It was like a, <laughs> it was a quilting nonprofit. That's not true. That is exciting it stuff. It was the Knitting Guild oh. Association. 
Okay. He saved her life, is what she did. <laughs> the knit, so props to all our listeners from the Knitting Guild Association out there for uh, knit one, curl two, y'all. <laughs> keep it real. Um, so she's she's been working for that, working for Team Star, and she's been doing a, um, a hell of a job. She also started coaching at the gym, and she started working for Doc Spartan. Um, so she does a lot of the stuff behind the scenes, um, and we thought, Tim and I thought it would be a cool part. She's, she's always kind of been producing here, but, um, due to the fact that America needs more Sadie in their live, lives, we, uh, we're proud to bring her to the show. So you guys will be here. She's going to kind of be, uh, directing traffic as between Tim and I. So everybody, welcome. Welcome, Sadie. Welcome, Sadie. Thanks, guys. I uh, I know that America needs more Sadie, but I think what they uh, are tuning in for is the relationship between you guys today. Because and, and, and what how, a relationship this, it's this, become. How this bromance has evolved over time. The, Very true. A great American love story, Tim. <laughs> this is it right here, buddy. We are living, living the dream. Why didn't it's it's a shame we didn't know each other from childhood. You know, it might have been dangerous though, really. But Dale Dale grew up with my uh, younger siblings, Beth and her friends, Sarah. And uh, I knew of Dale, but I was I feel like if we would have met when we were younger, I would have bullied you and then we wouldn't be friends today. So, I think it's it's probably good that we didn't meet until yeah, later so, in life. Thank you, Tim. Um, <laughs> I appreciate, you know, God works in mysterious ways. So I, I he used the word bully pretty confidently. Yeah. Tim, when I said I was going to conduct a full-scale naval assault on Tim's Island last <laughs> podcast, Tim uh, went home and cried. That's right? that, <laughs> that, that hurt my personal. heart. I just want to live in harmony on an island somewhere and have my friends visit me, not, not blow up my shit. But no, I knew Dale, uh, knew of Dale, and and then in recent years, he's become somewhat of a, a local celebrity, leveraging social media and then his appearance on Shark Tank. Um, and a mutual friend, Sarah, had been after my wife and I to join Dale's gym. It's just something I wasn't really, I wasn't in tune with, I'll say, but they, they tricked Monica into joining first. And Alex, I think actually my daughter started first with a, a volleyball program. And uh, by default, I got a personal invitation from Mr. King that ins I don't know if it inspired me or just left me wanting to know more about this crazy voicemail. He left me that went something like that. And anyway, the rest is history. But it's been it's been a fun year, to say the least. So prior to Tim joining, uh, his younger brother Butch and I went on vacation. And we were you know bullshitting, drinking beers, and talking about the gym. And because Butch Joe or Tim um, weren't members yet. And but you know, Butch Butch is always like, Yeah, you know, just you know, I just need more time, la 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 
he's just like, man, I'm just gonna let you know, I don't think Tim <laughs> Tim's ever gonna join. FYI, <laughs> I joined first, and, and Tim was the first one, first one to come. So Tim responded to my voicemail, and so we set up uh, an initial personal training to kind of to kind of get him in. A little background is I have not done personal training. <laughs> I was gonna say that I remember the first time Tim walked in and I was like, Oh, who's who's this guy? And you know, and he looks familiar. And someone said, This is Tim Glockner and I'm oh, okay. Mo doing a one oh one? No. Dale's training him. And I immediately just thought to myself, I've never seen Dale train anybody. He's only just been my coach. <laughs> And that can get pretty intense. So I was like, God have mercy on his soul. <laughs> and I, I I love personal training. It's just I had with everything going on, this was August, right? Or July? August. Yeah. yeah. So August of last year. Um and I just too much stuff going on. And I do and did have a few clients, but my only clients were adaptive athletes. So I was training a girl named Jamie. Um she has muscular dystrophy, and she's was going to be confined to a wheelchair. Um, so I started working with her. <clears throat> so the only clients I did have were adaptive athletes. And so I remember meeting with Tim, and I don't want to waste my time with anything or with anyone. So I picked up on that pretty quickly. <laughs> I appreciated it, though, really. Um so I try to be as upfront and honest as I can going into the session. And basically, like, I don't really give a shit how much money you're going to pay me. And as a matter of fact, there is no amount of money that you can pay me to put up with bullshit. Um, so I just said, hey, all I'm asking is that you work hard. The only people I work with on a one-on-one -on -one basis were adaptive athletes. And these are men and women who would love nothing more to have a full able body so if you're going to come in here and bitch and moan and complain give excuses no excuses i don't have uh i don't have time for it so that was uh that was our first our, our first conversation and um so we did it we do our first workout <laughs> well i'll never forget that and I've come a long way since uh, in the last seven years of opening the gym. And back in the old days, it used to just be like show up and get repeatedly kicked in the groin. And if you came back for day two, uh, obviously you'd like to suffer a little bit. So I've learned a lot since then. And basically, you know, you've got to you got to go slow and build build folks up because they just won't. They they need to see what they're capable of first. So we do a workout. And basically, those first couple personal training sessions are nothing are essentially teaching people how to move before you you know throw them in a grinder. So we come time now. It's time for conditioning. It's time to break a little sweat. It's time to see what we can uh, see what we can do. So Tim's first workout, for first conditioning workout. Get ready. <laughs> it was something to the effect of. 10 air squats and 
It doesn't stop there. Ten air squats and like ten sledgehammer strikes. I think there was three movements, I swear. But there might have been two. I think there was a run. A run, probably. But I think I just ditched the run. Come on, man. Don't do me like this. So, ten air squats, ten sledgehammer strikes. And we'll we'll say a run. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Three rounds. Now, somebody who's in any sort of decent shape, that should take you well under five minutes. And that's really, that's not a whole lot. Have you ever, like, a visual I want you guys to really kind of focus on is when dog shit has been out for five to six days and it gets white (laughs) and crusty? After round one, <laughs> Tim resembled white, crusty dog shit. <clears throat> it was uh, so we had to kind of kind of slow it down a little bit from there. Um, but that was day one. Day one on the job. At the end of the workout, I'll never forget you looking down on me as I was laying on my back, and I said. I'm sorry for being a pussy. <laughs> and I couldn't help it. I was that out of shape. But you were very encouraging. And you said, Tim, I appreciate you're tired. It's your first work- workout. You're going to be fine. But men do not lay down on their back. That's a sign of defeat. That was lesson number two. <laughs> so I've never done that again. But yeah, I was, I'll, I'll never forget that that first day. Boy, we've come a long way. We have. We have come a long way. Um, so that was day one, and he came back. <laughs> <laughs> I think he I counted me out. Point, <laughs> that listeners need to know. Tim did he come back. back. <laughs> he came back. So why we're calling this episode Dance with the Wizard is, I would say, four, five, six weeks from that time. Um, and, and like I was saying earlier, like you can't just throw people in the fire and expect them to come out. I mean, there are a few folks who, who, who can do that, but you got to build the engine. So we, when you're working with people, you got to build the engine, build the engine, and you need to provide positive encouragement. But the positive encouragement needs to be earned before you're just slapping people in the back and saying, bullshit, you don't mean. Um, so... Whether it's personal training or working with employees or, you know, just relationships in general, you need to provide positive encouragement, build the engine, build the engine, but it needs to be earned. But the cool part about building an engine is when you get to test it. (laughs) So, now it was time to test the engine. And if you guys don't know Tim, like, I think if you just did free word association with Tim Glockner... Immediately, most people are going to say, super nice guy, do anything for you. You know, you're not going to, like... Softy. You're not, it's not, like... I think he's probably, people have heard him cuss more in the last two episodes than they have. (laughs) So, I'm like, all right, here's the deal, Tim. Today, we're going to dance with the wizard. 
And the wizard's like a little mascot we use to for like basically when you're going to the point of near exhaustion and the wizard comes and pulls you away. That's, so that's what we use for the wizard. So like today we're going to dance with the wizard. So we do some sort of like rowing, thruster, burpee workout. It's, uh, it's pretty miserable. And I'm like, all right, dude, let's just, let's just go for it and get after it. Now, to set the scene, there was three people in the gym at the time. Myself, Tim, and, uh, and Hammer. So it was, and that's not, that doesn't happen a lot to where there's just not a lot of people in there. So we get after it. Tim slowly starts. He's getting after He's pulling on the rower, getting after the burpees. But then he starts, starts slowing down. <laughs> burpees and rowing have a, have a way. And, and Tim, Tim still to this day doesn't understand the concept of pace. <laughs> <laughs> percent out of the gate which is cool but that's not necessarily a strategy for success all the time um so he starts slowing down and i just kind of gently remind him oh tim hey the wizard's coming <laughs> do you feel it tim i could feel it the, <laughs> the wizard the wizard's coming tim and so he just stops he just stops and looks at me and like I'm thinking, oh shit, I've pissed him off. Like, this is it. He's he's done with it. He stops and there was a chalk bucket. Well, hammer hammer set the oh, bucket yeah, down right, next to right. me to get in my head. So yeah, and and when you get a one-two tag team from Hammer and I, <laughs> it's it's uh it can be. It can be pretty funny. So Hammer brings the chalk bucket over as a puke bucket. Right. Because you're like halfway into it by now. And when and it was getting in my head like I was going to, I wasn't that close to puking, but when the bucket was there, it's like, it's making me think about. I'm going to get yeah. sick. <laughs> so the bucket's there, and he's slowing down, and I'm whispering, the wizard, Tim. The wizard's coming. He gets up off the rower, stares at me, dead in the face takes three steps back runs in charges and fucking drop kicks the the chalk bucket and screams fuck the wizard <laughs> and, and all i hear i refuse to throw up the, the chalk bucket just goes tripping down the entire length of the gym and I stopped everything. Like a pin drop. I looked at Hammer just to have verification that that actually did happen. And it wasn't like, fuck the wizard. No, it was, fuck the wizard. I was half pissed at Hammer for putting that bucket down there. And he, and just doom, 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 doom. The chalk bucket rolls down the gym and he, you walked out. You walked out of the gym and I looked at Hammer and I was like, fuck, he's done. He's, I, that's it. He's getting in his car. He's we pissed him off to the point that Hammer got excited. I was I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I just didn't want to throw up. You guys get all jacked up, and Hammer's like, "You just sold me my next car." 
we were like, goodbye, Mario Kart for the rest of our life. Holy shit, that was amazing. That was the, uh, that know. was the most. That was. I think you're making this into a legend. That no, it, I think it's still one of the best. Because I I don't tell that story often, but I'm telling you, of all the crazy, insane shit I've seen in the gym in seven years, that's a top five. That's a top five moment. And to your credit, came back, finished the workout strong. And that's when I was like, there's a little fucking fire inside of there. Like, you smile, you kiss the babies and shake the grandma's hands and give them hugs. But deep, deep inside Tim. Silent assassin. <laughs> Tim <clears throat> plays to win. Tim plays to win. And, and that, like... That comp- I didn't really know there was a competitive side like that until until you danced. I, I've got to choose my moments, you know what I mean? And like uh, that one respect from me, like I, I'd already respected you a lot, but I was like, that dude, that's the dude you want one uh, on your side because he he he'll get after it. Hold that engine up. I think we're giving too much credit here. No, but I appreciate it. No, um, so so here's some. In addition to telling funny stories about Tim, I want to we want with this podcast we want to be able to provide some takeaways <clears throat> for you. So, and yes, I am looking at notes because I I have these uh, I have these written down. So earlier when I was talking about having a full schedule. The last thing I needed to do was add a personal training client to everything. And at the time, we had to be secret, um, secretive because we were prepping. We had just gotten back from filming an episode of Shark Tank, and we were knee-deep because we thought we were going to air the episode in November. So we're building up inventory. We're doing other things with the website. La, 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 um, And the last thing I needed to do was add something to my schedule. But did it because I thought I thought there was something I thought there was something there so I'm saying all that to basically always say yes don't ever let a full schedule get in the way of not seizing an opportunity um, because if I had just been like uh, did I'll pass you on or no I don't have time who know like none of this would be happening today um, very so true. Never like you are never not busy enough to to add something to the fire. And later on, you know, that's when we talk about delegation and teamwork and all that stuff. But like, it doesn't matter, dude. You got twenty four hours in the day. Never let a full schedule get in the way get in the way of an opportunity. And that opportunity, you never know where it could lead. And I have all kinds of stories um, about just doing crazy shit and seen where it led like I'm, I'm good friends with west whitlock from rogue american um and that was a complete fluke how we got together like six years ago um but he said he'd help sponsor a competition and we did it and we became good friends from there and then four months later i'm like hey bro you want to come out to arnold classic help sponsor this event and it's all kind of you never know what's going to happen where that's going to come from like same thing with Bert from Sornex and Dave Kalina from O2 they just kind of started as crazy opportunities and there's been some some very cool uh cool friendships that's 
that's developed from there. So that's my key takeaway from from dancing with the wizard with uh, with uh, Tim Glockner is uh, never let a full schedule get in the way. Well, I appreciate you took me on because it's I I tell you all the time I I appreciate you and it's it you've made my life better, you know. And now my wife and daughter have joined the gym and it's something for us to do together and. But life's about relationships, and uh, definitely the more people you meet, uh, the better connected you are, uh, the more uh, enjoyable life's going to be, and I, I think that's the key. It's not what you know, it's what other people know, so the more people you know, the better life's going to be, so. Absolutely, man. And that, the other thing is, you know where we're going as far as becoming quote unquote business partners um, there's been some cool stuff that we've done that has resulted as a, uh, from a result from that dancing with the wizard uh, almost a year ago and the first thing that we did was we, we developed the Glockner Go program um, with, with the entire Glockner Enterprise where that was something we launched around January and I think um, just based upon Tim's experience, you, you need to be able to have, whether you're going to be a, a great business owner or a great employee or just, you know, your professional relationship in general, you need to be capable and confident in your abilities. And if, you, and if you're not operating at 100% on your health, it, it drags you down. A lot of people rely on you know, oh, well, I'm so smart and I'm so mentally strong that I can push through and, and that makes me a good employee. And that, that is true. But if, if you're not confident in your abilities to perform physical tasks, you're missing something in your work relationship. Um, and, I, and I think that's something you saw from getting into shape. Absolutely. I mean, I'd, I've never had a weight problem per se. Um and didn't feel like I was out of shape. Obviously, I was. Um, but yeah, you, if you look good and feel good, you play better. And um, I just didn't realize that uh, my health meant that much to my performance at work. And uh, the same with all these these employees. So I think uh, it was over a hundred employees signed yeah. up. I forget how much weight they lost as a total, but it was it was a ton. And a ton of people have joined the gym and. They've got something in common outside of work, which is really cool to see them enjoying themselves outside of work as well. They work better together, and it's it's something uh, that we've really embraced, and it's it's made us a better organization. We're just getting started with it. Yeah, so I mean, like, and it this isn't a commercial for for CrossFit or or PSKC. Like, shit, half the time my workouts are just going to the levy and doing levy sprints just to start my day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to be able to, you need to have a commitment to just doing something physical, breaking a sweat, and, and whatever, whatever you enjoy, do that. But the main important thing is commit to that three to five days a week, build yourself up and maintain great physical shape because the one thing you always regret is your health. And you always take that for granted, mm -hmm. um, especially when, when you have, when you don't have your health. Um, so we everything from dancing with the wizard 
became became Glockner Glo- Go, and you discussed earlier the importance of relationships. Um, when I started my business, I was like completely rogue, standalone. Fuck everybody else. I don't want to go to. The I don't need anyone's room. help. I don't need anyone's help. I'm gonna do this on my own. Chamber of Commerce can kiss my ass. I don't even know what Chamber of Commerce was at the time, but I knew they could kiss my ass. <laughs> because I was going to do it. And, and a lot of this comes from my dad. My dad owned the business forever. And, like, he did everything on his own. He had a couple couple employees working for him. But he was, like, completely stark, standalone, wanted to live life on his own terms, did everything he wanted to do. Now, there's a downside to that. Um, like I was completely, and I still am like anti-establishment, didn't want to do any of that shit. And if you would have told me like, you need to develop relationships. <laughs> I know. It's, I it it said, sounds good. Yourself. I, don't, I don't need any sort of relationship at all. Now that's a part of being young and stubborn and, uh, and stupid. You can do that. You can get away. You can not develop relationships and do shit on your own. But there's a lot you are going to miss out on by not having those relationships. And a key part of this relationships is is network. You have to build a network in order to conquer the world. You just you just can't do it. You can't do it on your own. Um, and I hated that term. I still hate the term. Oh, you should, you should sign up to go to this. It's a cool networking event. I hate this. Sounds like the biggest douchebag term. Networking ever. But what I've learned is is networking is, is nothing more than being around cool people who have the same goals in mind. And guess what? If they're not cool and they don't have the same goals in mind, they're not in your network. Um, but you never know who, who can who can come in and uh, and be a part of that network. And Sadie actually knows this story. Um, this is like one of my favorite stories talking about networking. So we moved down to the gym on Third Street, and it was like a an older building. It was still nice, but it was just you know your standard kind of light blue and beige building, and. Uh, We'd finally build up enough money to have it kind of redone, vamped up a little bit, if you will. This um, is right when I came in and was getting to know you. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is full, yeah, this is like right when you when you first started. So most people would be like, okay, well let's like put a nice sign up and do a fresh coat of white paint. I'm like, no, we're gonna paint the building black <laughs> oh you want accent i'll give you accent we're gonna go od green <laughs> we're gonna go black you ever seen a black and od green building no good listen we're gonna make it happen so, so, I, easy. so I reached out to uh to the sherman twins and they were all fired up about it and i'm like oh dude we're gonna put the team star logo on the back we're gonna paint a flag we're gonna Better known, Portsmouth Strong across it, yeah, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, they've done mock-ups, and it's like getting ready to go buy it's them. On. It's on. Yeah. 
it is on. And uh, they're like, somebody comes up to me and like, hey, uh, have you asked the city if you can uh, paint your building black? And has it gone through, like, design review board? Well, you're, like, right in downtown Boney Fiddle. Yeah, yeah. Like, in, in, in the historic, in, historic, historic Portsmouth. And you're fit. putting skulls on your building. And so I'm like, what? This is America. I don't have, like... <laughs> ask permission to paint have, my building? Last time, I don't need to ask permission to pay the fucking taxes on this thing. <laughs> there's, no, there's no design review board that's helping me pay taxes on this shit. So immediately I'm just pit all sorts of pissed off and I'm like No one's told you no yet, but no, there's yeah. a possibility there's a, that they will. Long line of people. It was a yeah, it was a friend who was kinda like wink wink nudge nudge like don't want to piss the city off. Uh and so immediately, of course, I'm level nine, fired up, pissed off. I'm painting my building black, come hell or high water, blah 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 blah. Scorched earth. Yeah, I am. No one is telling me I cannot paint this building black. For literally two weeks, while the building was being painted, you didn't walk into the front office without hearing "paint it black," like that just blared through the front office. Dun, 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 so I calmed down, um, and I did put a design review board package in after. Like the back was basically. Okay. Was like, you already was started. Done. Yeah, or no, I don't know if it was done. So it was a Friday morning, and I just got done doing levy sprint. So this is like middle of summer, and I'm wearing like a "Welcome to the Shit Show" T-shirt. I'm just covered in sweat. I'm in like trail running shoes, and I go into coffee at the Lofts, and at coffee at the Lofts was a long table. Of business owners, mm -hmm. some of which I knew, you know, through the gym and everything. And I'm like, what, what, what's this over here? What's this uh, group of business owners talking about? And uh, clearly, I'm uh, not, not included. Cool Kids Club. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'm what, and they're all like, you know, got polos on, and some people are wearing. What's what? wrong with Polos? AKA, what's he wearing right now? So it's like my crowd. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, and I get my like extra black coffee with a shot of espresso. And I'm kind of like sitting down two tables away and they're like talking about shit. They're like talking about business ideas and like, oh, I've done like exchanging knowledge and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I would burn this. I would burn this motherfucker down. down. You don't want me in your group? Kiss it's... my ass. You know what? I'm painting my building black. I don't need to be in your little group. This is word for word what he walked back into the gym and was saying. I was pissed. Meanwhile, wearing. They didn't say one thing to you. No, they didn't say one. They thing. could have been the design review board. <laughs> Anyone could be. I know. So I'm I'm all fired up and I'm like Well, turns out this group was Southern Ohio professional partners. A bunch of cool people. A bunch of very cool people. And two weeks later they asked me to be 
they asked me to be in the group. So I immediately felt like an asshole for like doing all this stuff. Not to mention all of us. Like he came in that day and was like, they didn't ask me to be on the. I don't care if I'm on it. And I'll never be on it. I'll never be on it. <laughs> no, Ever. Oh, no. Kiss my ass. You know what? I'm painting my building black. That was exactly it right there. And I'm painting the building black, and, and I don't need to be in your little networking group. And Mo and I are like, yeah, Dale, you know, just so behind him. And two weeks later, he comes in. He's like, we were like, where were you? I was at a meeting. Like, he just did not want to tell us where he was. And come to find out, there he was at the networking meeting with his new BFFs. So, Donna, Jeremy, I apologize. <laughs> and uh, I, I do appreciate you guys asking me in the group. And going back to the point of relationships and networking, it, it's been an extreme, an extremely beneficial um, thing, an event that I've gotten to know other people because... You don't have to do it all on your own. And I think that's why a big reason we starting this we're starting this podcast is to be able to to provide cool little funny stories, but more importantly to, to give value to you guys on being a business owner and starting your own business. And I think the other reason we're starting the podcast is because Dale can be heard all the time and doesn't have to share with sixteen other people at SOPP. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm hosting that that uh, meeting a week from Friday. Yeah, be my first meeting. I hope your dealership is black by, the by that time. No one's gonna tell me what what color I can paint my building. I can tell you that. Yeah, maybe you should tell the listeners how the story ended with the building. Oh yeah, shit. So, yeah, that's why you are here, Sadie. Yes. Okay. Keep us on track. I, I provide value. <sighs> so. After I reluctantly submitted the package to the design review board, and, and of which, you know, I calmed down after I screamed and cussed, I submitted the de design review package prior to the whole building being <laughs> It wasn't exactly finished. But the whole building. So I just wanted to be able to say I checked the block and... Uh, you know, I, I kind of kicked around the the design package and they all thought it looked cool and it shouldn't be an issue. So, and we'll get into this in the whole episode, but I used to work for the federal government, so I know working in the government can, can take some time. You, you completed the building in June. The building was painted black <laughs> in June. Around end of August, I get a phone call. And I look at my phone caller ID says, City of Portsmouth. I'm like, ooh, this is not going to be good. So, answer the phone. Yes, uh, Mr. King? Yes, ma'am, this is, this is Dale. Yeah, this is uh, such and such from the engineer's office. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for a fight. Let's bring it. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know um, your design review board package has been approved and you can go ahead and start work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. On it. Thank you very much. So that's uh, that's how the story ended. And um, actually, the story ends last 
Friday when um, the, the, the good folks at the Bony Fiddle Project call me and say, Hey, Dale, we want to award you with this year's Bony Fiddle Beautification Award. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Oh, good for Can you. I believe no. that. And he accepted it with pleasure. So, paint it black. Got me a cool little plaque for the Bony Fiddle Beautification Award. Good for you. So, the story does have, does have a good ending. So, what else is in our future? We're going to keep going with the Glockner Go. We're going to start a band. Yes. We are starting a band. And I don't play any instruments or cannot sing. But I've got passion, Tim. <clears throat> and that'll take you really far with the tambourine. <laughs> so I get a text in true Dale fashion a few weeks ago. Tim, I'm starting a band. You need to learn how to play an instrument. I said, I guess the podcast is on the back burner. <laughs> Negative. We start the podcast and promote the band. <laughs> so here that's we the, are. That's the true intention of, of, of the podcast. <laughs> um, but we've got Glockner Go. We've got the podcast. And um, I'm pretty fired up about the podcast. Like, I think this is going to be something very cool. We've got a lot to share, I think. And we can interview a lot of smart folks in the area and and uh but I'm I'm interested in what listeners want to hear mostly. I mean, if they can fire some questions at us and uh it gives us a chance to prepare and and be a student of the game, I think this is going to be a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um I I we're definitely fired up about it. Um, and I've been talking with different folks, and I just think people in general are fired up about Portsmouth. Like, for far too long, you know, the, let's just say the last 20 years, I think it's been a complete shit show of some sort. So a lot of bad news, a lot of negativity. But, I, like, in the last, I would say, I don't know, two years, I think people are really sensing uh, turn of the tide. I think we do have momentum for sure. Um, and that just kind of speaks to, you know, what we're excited about with this podcast. And it speaks to a larger excitement of just a general sense of this town in, in Southern Ohio in general. Um, so we're going to, we're going to use the podcast, uh, like Tim said, to provide value. But in order to do that, we need to know what you guys um, want to hear other than me rambling on for 30 minutes about painting my building black i had never heard it i i'm glad you told the story so there's a couple ways you can do that and it'll get more refined as we go along but the first thing you can do is uh shoot us an email send that to glock and doc g-l-o-c-k-a-n-d-d-o-c at gmail.com glock and doc at gmail.com um any questions you guys have we'll, we'll throw it in the in the next next episode and uh or you can hit us up on our facebook pages i'm sure we'll get a facebook page for this eventually or until then shoot us that email or reach out to us on facebook um and uh we look forward to to providing you guys as much value as possible
Sounds good. Thanks, uh, listeners, for tuning in uh, to today's Glock and Doc audio encounter. We look forward to our weekly podcasts and hope you're enjoying this as much as we are. Um, and uh, never forget, always dance with the wizard. See you next week. Make a little money, make a little love, get a little help from the Lord above. Make a little money, make a little love, get a little help from the Lord above. Make a little money, make a little love, get a little help from the Lord above. Make a little money, make a little love, get a little help from the Lord above. I don't want to make a scene, don't need no spotlight to shine on me. Make a dollar